You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 281. Today's Biz Tip Friday edition answers the question, why the heck your offer isn't selling? So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and after building a multiple seven-figure internet business around my content and expertise, I became obsessed about transforming the struggling course creator, coach, and author into the inner-driven digital CEO. In this segment, we'll explore specific actionable strategies that you can deploy today to get you paid. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast, Biz Tip Friday edition. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into a Biz Tip Friday edition here on the Mind Your Business Podcast, where I like to give you bite-sized, actionable tips, tactics, strategies, things that you can do right now to go help you make more money. More money, less problems. Where did the mo money, mo problems come from? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> like a rapper or something? <laughs> mo money, isn't that like a rap? I don't know. All right. Hey, thanks for being here today. We are going to talk about your offer. I'm very excited about this. This episode is for you if you have something that you sell. Predominantly, who I speak to is someone like you have a course, an online course, a membership, or a group coaching. Maybe you have an event, or a workshop, or a retreat, or some sort of digital product. This is who I speak to primarily. Now... If you sell other stuff too, you're still in good company. I'm still going to take care of you. Uh, maybe you sell software or consulting, you know, done for you service. It's a product. Okay. So what we have today is we have a lot of people who are creating courses, which is awesome. And then they kind of like spend all this time creating this course and then it doesn't sell. And they thought, I don't understand. I've got this great course. And no one's buying it. And of course, we go on this journey of marketing and selling and everyone tells you all these things that you need and kind of get overwhelmed and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a digital product or any product out there and it's not selling, predominantly one reason why, one big fat reason why you, my friend, and I say this with so much love because I've been there, done that, you have a bad offer. Ouch. Now, what does that mean? It means one of three things. And look, we've got to put our ego aside for a little bit. The ego wants to be right. So you're like, I know best. I know what my customer needs. Yeah, but do they? They probably don't know what they need. They know what they want. They know what they don't want. But knowing what they need is a different conversation. You're not a doctor. I mean, maybe you are, but in this context, you're not a doctor. You're going to like the doctor's office and you like have a pain or an ailment and they don't even look you in the eye. They're just like taking notes and they're like, okay, here, take this. And they're like, what? Yeah, just take this. You'll be fine. That's like what you need. Right. But it's like, that's not what I was asking for. And that's what a lot of people are doing. They're like, I know best. So I'm just going to prescribe you this. This is what you need. And people don't buy what they need. They buy what they want. Okay. Because they don't necessarily know there's a, there is a big difference my friends, between what someone wants and what they need. So if it's not selling, you got a bad offer. All right. That's okay. Because making it a great offer, we can change this by the end of this episode. And this episode is going to be less than 15 minutes. How about that? Huh? Wow. Okay. So first of all, there's three reasons or three kind of like 
deeper explanations about what I mean when I say you have a bad offer. Number one, you created something no one wants. This is a common one. It's like, I want you to imagine a stream for a moment. You know, there's like this stream or this creek, and this creek has a flow. It goes in a general direction, right? North to south or whatever. And I want you to consider that your audience, your market, your ideal people are this stream. They're going in the direction of that stream. That's where they're going. And you're either going to tap in to that stream and go where they're headed, or you're going to go somewhere else. You're going to try going upstream or against the current or 10 feet away from the creek, you know, and you miss the mark. We have to be able to tap in and say, where's the general direction of where they're going and what they want, and then be right in front of it. In this case, you're not creating demand and desire. You're responding to the demand and desire that's already present. Wow, for somebody who got that, that's a million-dollar idea right there. Million-dollar shift. Not even joking. Okay? Because most people just give up. It's like, I got this great idea. It's like, yeah, it probably is a great idea, but if it's not what the market wants, they're not going to pay for it. Okay, so that's the first thing. Maybe no one wants it. The second thing is, well, maybe they do want it. They just don't know they want it because you haven't communicated it in a way that demonstrates that people know what it is, what the value is, and that they really do want it. And that's on you. And we can always get better at that. So for, let, me go, let me give an example of uh, like something no one wants. Like if, someone's, if I was to sell you guys like a course on like how to market your business on MySpace. I don't think people would want that. <laughs> you know, I don't think people would want that. If I sold a course on like mindset, so everyone throws that word, like how to have better mindset. You'd be like, oh, that sounds kind of cool, but you know, I want to make some more sales in my business first. Then, you know, I'm probably selling something you need and probably something about it that you do want, but I didn't communicate it in a way that makes it top of mind relevant. Like, yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Or the third thing, which is that you're missing a few ingredients in your offer that would make it irresistible. Irresistible, let's just feel that word for a moment. Irresistible. Irresistible means they cannot resist. Can you imagine that? You just speak to your offer and they can't help but get it. They try to resist, but they can't. They try to fight that urge, that desire, that yearning, but they can't. It's like a tractor beam on the, on the Death Star, just sucking them right in. That's what irresistible really means. And if you're missing a few of these ingredients, which let me just tell you, most people are, I see it all the time, then it's not gonna be irresistible. So we have a framework that I teach. It's basically seven core ingredients. The first three core ingredients are the basic principle foundation ingredients of an offer. And that's inside my free video series that's live now. So yeah, you're going to have to go watch that. And that is located in episode number three of eight of the rise of the digital CEO. Now we're not going to speak about those three because it's in the video series. So I want to go to the additional three additional key ingredients that most people miss that's preventing them from creating an irresistible offer. Like you should be able to just talk about your offer in 30 seconds or less and people will want to throw money at you. Okay. So the first thing 
is that when we talk about an offer, this is, I hope you're sitting down. I hope you're not operating heavy machinery because this is going to blow your mind right here. When I tell this to people, it's like their kind of brain warps inside out. So get ready. Your course, your product, the thing you're selling is not your offer. What? <laughs> your course, if you're selling an online course, that's not your offer. Most people are trying to sell a course. No one wants a course. Most people are trying to sell a membership. No one wants a membership. That's not your offer. An offer is a verb, by the way, to offer something. And a course or product is a noun. Your offer is the ask. And it's the way you ask. And there's a few core ingredients. Some are in my video series. Go watch it now. And some I'm going to share right now that make up the offer. The course is one of like seven ingredients. Whoa. I hope that blows somebody's mind because most people are just like, want to buy my course on how to do this? People are like, no, <laughs> it's a bad offer. Even if you have, I'm not saying you have a, you have a bad product, by the way, you probably have the best course or membership on the planet, but you got a bad offer. It's difference. Massive massive difference and why I'm speaking to this and why it's so important is look I'm just going to tell you straight up it's those really good marketers out there that are just really good at selling and marketing that are selling their below average subpar courses while you who have something far better can't get people in we got to change that we change that by you getting better at selling and marketing otherwise if you don't then all the sales and all the customers are going to go to the people that have crappier products than you. Your customers, your audience, your market deserves your stuff, not theirs, but just because they're better at selling and marketing and they know what I'm about to share with you, that they get the sales? WTF. Let's change that. Okay. So what I'm going to share, what I call the forgotten stepchilds, <laughs> the three forgotten stepchildren of an irresistible offer. The first one is what we call a value add. Okay. People call this bonuses. You can call it a bundle. You can call it goodies, gifts. It doesn't matter. We have to understand the principle behind it. So when you present the core of your offer, the last thing you'll present is the price. So I say, Hey, I got this iPhone cover. It's made out of, you know, I don't know, the same material on the NASA spacecrafts, uh, <laughs> makes your phone waterproof and it looks really cool. Right? So I'm describing it and all that good stuff. And then I say the price and I say it's 19.95. Now as soon as I lay the price on you, your mind goes into this like consideration. You start considering the possibility of investing in this. Is it worth it? Should I spend it? Is that fair? Is that you know all these things go in your mind. And while you're doing that, then I say, "Oh, by the way, I'm also going to give you two additional covers for your friends. Absolutely free if you buy today." Right? This is value add, and it comes after the initial offer. It comes after the price. What it does is it takes that hemming and hawing, sitting on the fencing, ouch, by the way, and it pushes it over into the yesville by saying, look, it was already a great offer. Now we're going to make it even better. How can we add value, bonuses, gifts, more stuff that's of value? Not just more stuff, but stuff of value that just tips it from, ooh, this is a great offer to this is irresistible. 
This is a very strategic approach. I'm giving a very simplistic version right now. I go into much greater detail with, with my whole system with this, but that's the simplistic version. Okay. So that's why people have bonuses. But the problem is people are not using, they don't know why they should have bonuses. So they just say bonuses or they don't include bonuses. Now you understand the principle behind it. It comes after the initial offer, after it's been presented to take someone who's on the fence considering it and push him over into a yes because there's now more value added after the price. Okay, I can't not join this, right? Doing this with like a bundle, like I've got these two products from now until the end of the week, you can get both of them you know, for the price of one. That's the same thing. It's a value add by bundling two products for the price of one. That makes an offer. Notice it's different than the course. It makes an offer. So important that you guys get this. So that's the first one. Number two is risk reversal. Now, I know you guys have maybe heard of these. I don't care. <laughs> you're either using them or you're not. Risk reversal speaks to that the number one ultimate objection that your right people, when, what I mean by right is the people who need this, like you've got your product and there's people out there that are like reading your sales page and going through your stuff and they need it. They're like a right fit and they don't buy. Think about that for a moment. The person who's a right fit, whose life would be changed because of your stuff and they don't buy. The number one reason why? Fear and risk. They fear that this is going to be a risk. What if it doesn't work out for me? What if it's not a right fit? What if it's a waste of time? What if it's a waste of money? What if it's not what I thought? That's called risk. And if they have that in their heart and in their mind, they will not buy. They're not going to buy. Is that what you want? No. So we must reverse that risk. We must address it and reverse it. And this is typically, but not isolated to, but typically done through guarantees, which is another thing. People have bonus, you know, like banner blindness. They have bonus blindness and they have guarantee blindness. And then what a lot of people come to me and they ask is like, oh, I don't want people to refund my stuff. Do I really need a guarantee? And blah, blah, blah. The guarantee is there to address the biggest objection of all. What if this doesn't work for me? No one will buy if they still have that question in their minds. In fact, Jilly, who's been on the show, our integrator, she's been on the show multiple times, told me a story of a product she was looking at. And as soon as they got to the guarantee, the guy said, look, if for whatever reason, this is not a right fit for you, just send us an email and we'll happily refund our money. As soon as that happened, as soon as she heard that, she goes, all right, well, what do I got to lose? I'm in. And she bought it. She bought a $1,000 product. And little side story, it wasn't exactly something she loved, still missing some pieces. She was a little disappointed and she didn't refund, right? She could have. Anyway, guarantees are typically what's used. There's several different ways to do this and there's several different types of guarantees. We're not going to get into them here today, but you must have a strategy for reversing that risk. In other words, putting all that risk on you, you know, like a 30, 60, 90 day guarantee, conditional guarantees, longer guarantees, shorter guarantees. There's all kinds of risk reversal strategies. But if you're not addressing that, uh, people are not going to buy. And then the last one is scarcity and urgency. You've heard these before, but I know far too many people that just have their product up on their website and they're wondering why no one's just going there and buying. You're not Amazon. You're not selling those $20 iPhone cases. 
when people don't have a reason to buy now, they will not buy. Scarcity and urgency. It creates an environment that forces a decision. It doesn't force a yes, it forces a decision. Have you ever considered that there are people out there that have seen your stuff and in their mind they've said yes, but they just haven't pulled the trigger yet. And you don't know that because you haven't seen their payment come through. They say, oh yeah, I want this. Oh, I'm definitely getting this. And then they go off and live their life. Why didn't they buy then? Because you didn't give them a reason why now. And they've got a million other things on their plate. And if they don't need to do it right now, it's not urgent for them. And if it's, most people live their life reactively and urgently. So they do what's urgent. Till you make it urgent, they will not buy. Plain and simple. Can you limit the amount of spots or spaces or customers or clients? Can you put on deadlines or price increases or bonus removals? Anything that you can do to highlight scarcity and or urgency will move people into action. It's not going to move them into a yes. It's going to move them into the action of making a decision. They'll either decide, no, I'm out. Or they'll say, yes, I'm in. But you don't want people sitting in indecision. That doesn't help them. It doesn't help anybody. Okay? So, those are the three forgotten step children of any and all irresistible offers. If you are not including those in every offer you have, don't expect it to sell wildly well. Okay? If you're not adding value after the initial offer, if you're not addressing and removing the risk, and if you're not giving them a reason to buy now or take action now, don't expect you to sell the crap out of this thing. All right? Now, there are three core ingredients as well that I didn't mention because they're in our video series, The Rise of the Digital CEO, which is live now. If you haven't checked it out, shame on you. Just kidding. No shame. No shame. However, this will be a shameless plug to go watch this series. And if this episode has intrigued you, because you know that having an irresistible offer is going to bring you more sales, more clients, and more transformations, more people who you can help, then you can go check out episode number three of eight of the Rise of the Digital CEO right on over there at businessbydesign.net. Thanks so much, and I'll see you soon. 12 years ago, I made my very first sale on the internet for an e-course on how to bartend. And from that moment, I was hooked. And after building a seven-figure-a-year online business, teaching my passion for YouTube and video, well, I began helping others do the same. From those just starting out, looking to figure out what their first digital product is, to those who have scaled to seven figures and beyond, I've developed a simple and proven system that requires just five ingredients, no matter what niche you're in. And I want you to get your hands on this complete system absolutely free. When you register for my free workshop starting July 29th, The Rise of the Digital CEO, you'll get instant access to an eight-part training series revealing how today's top leaders and influencers are actually growing their audiences and selling their stuff, while most continue to struggle and never see the results they want. Simply visit businessbydesign.net to get started now.